Love Talk Radio. family wherever honor day we so glad that honor done come here for stay for this year we show Gullagichi Rhythm Radio happy honor children to join me for World Humanity Day this year the queen quite head from the body of the Gullagichi nation so glad that honor to tune in one more again to we national radio station they're going out internationally and things like that for other children for yeti we keep upliftment to living legacy and pay ancestral homage. We're so glad in this evening that we have one more again for celebrating not what just going on in the past, but what is going on now so that we can make one better future for the children of the kind. Sometimes you have to go back to all landmark for one of the going forward. San Kofa, go back and fetch it. So this year evening, we're so glad to dedicate this program. One more again, that we want person who be dear you, who learn we, where we be, for work for around the world, for humanity. This is Dr. Yusuf N. Clark. So this year evening, we will dedicate this year program he who started the International Human Rights American Association for American and Minorities, what they call IRA, and things like that, and why they sit upon the board with even now, and things like that, for represent we at the United Nations and around the world. So this year evening, we will take a moment of silence for the late ancestral spirit, Yusuf. And Clyde. Thank you, thank you. So I'm so glad that everyone is joining me 
Once again, this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that you are tuning in to our show. For those of you who are tuning in live, thank you, thank you for taking out this your time on a Monday evening. One more again, when it's hot outdoors, I know we've had a lot of rain here in the Gullah Geechee Nation in the evenings over the past several days. We thank God for this year, because otherwise, with all this year, heat over in the going on, we probably would have yet even some forest fires and things like that. This year, yeah, that thing to hold down. Thank God for that. And we're so glad that the family that do well all up and down the Gullah Geechee Nation, the rain and thing to help with the fall crop, we're coming in soon. Soon going to be time for dictator and things like that. So we're so glad that 100 children are tuning in. We won more again. The other thing is I want to definitely let my listeners know that last week, you all heard about the Cummings family. We asked you all to support the fundraising effort that they had going in order to get the family to Shreveport, Louisiana, for the Team USA competition and weightlifting, you know, lifting and snatching, the Olympic weightlifting. I want you all to know CJ and Omar did an outstanding job on last weekend. In fact, in fact, CJ which it was the younger one, he went up on Saturday and actually set a new record. If any of you are Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fans, you were right there on Saturday afternoon. You got to see the postings right away, right off the top. You got to see the images. You got to see who was there, who are other major athletes in the United States that were there to commend him and salute him and share in his victory, well, definitely we are very, very proud because they did a great job by going down there and actually being a part of Team USA in weightlifting. Now, I know many of you who might say, well, hold up, hold up, who's that? This young man, CJ, his brother Omar, are ranked number one and number three, respectively, in their weight classes in U.S. weightlifting. They are only 13 and 15 years old, respectively, all right? And they live here in Beaufort County, South Carolina, in the Gullah Geechee Nation. They live on Ladies Island. And so we are looking forward to seeing them in the Olympics and other things as the time goes on. And they actually went down to Louisiana on last weekend in order to get into the Team USA spirit and to get involved in the team and to be a part of trainings and other activities. And so it was actually wonderful for the first time here, for me, I know, for me to actually follow what was going on. As much as I like weightlifting, this is the first time that I would have ever even thought to go online and then attempt to watch. And definitely that was wonderful to actually see what CJ was able to accomplish and to know that he was able to literally bring home the goal. I have not yet had an opportunity to touch base with them um, to find out, you know, just directly from them how they feel. I know that I got to hear from their mom 
and so that she was really proud to know that we were watching and that we were knowing what was going on. I know that their entire team did very well. They brought home several silvers and bronze as well, so they still ranked overall. I have not yet gotten the final update on all of the stats from the game, but I definitely wanted you all to know that there was a Pan-American record set on Saturday, a gold record, and we ain't just talking about in the music business, all right? We are talking about a Pan-American U.S. Olympic record that was set on this past Saturday by the young C.J. Cummings. He brought home the gold over the weekend. So if you want to actually see a picture of him uh, right during the time that he brought home this honor, Make sure to go over to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. If you are not yet a fan, make sure to like the page. We are also at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. We're Gullah Geechee folks, so it's at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. And you can also see some of the things that was tweeted over the weekend by Team USA and by us in regard to the Cummings brothers and how well they did over the weekend. So I commend both Omar and CJ. We're very proud of you. We're proud of all that you helped your team do, and we're proud of each of you for what you did individually in the competitions. We are very, very happy, and I am happier than anybody else because when CJ set that record, um, 105 snatch, all right, and got the goal all the way across in his weight class, I was like, see there? That was the scoop. Got to get you rid of radio. Had him here first. You see what I'm saying? We got the scoop on that. And definitely was right there back in our boys. So, yes, these young men, we are proud of both of them, CJ and Omar. And I cannot wait to hear from them both to know exactly how it feels to be that high in the rank and to be part of the team. And so we're looking forward to hearing more about where they're headed the rest of the year and especially with them grades. Now, fellas, if y'all listen to me again tonight, make sure now you keep them grades up, like I said, because we're going to just hang them medals on the wall. And you don't want me to hang you up there too now if you ain't got them grades up there now. Make sure that those grades stay up. It makes all the difference in the world. So now, it is very interesting to me because many of you who tune into the broadcast know that throughout this month, I've had the opportunity, the blessed opportunity, to celebrate commemorations of numerous Queen Court Days uh, this month alone, as well as different celebrations for Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. And I am definitely still in the midst of my own celebration of this because one thing to do things publicly it's another thing to have time to truly sit down meditate spend time with god and to really really absorb it all and so it is such a blessed month and it seems like it is taking its time going through and i'm very pleased for that to really have an opportunity to absorb all of it and what our culture means to the world and how there are so many people who still don't know of the existence of Gullah Geechee culture, and unfortunately there are still so many Gullah Geechees who do not understand their global connection to human rights. So it was really interesting to me to prepare for today, for World Humanitarian Day. And today is World Humanitarian Day, the 19th of August, marks 10 years 
since there was actually a bombing of the United Nations headquarters in Baghdad, Iraq. And so 10 years ago on this date, there was a bombing. And so from that time on, there was a call to honor the legacy of those who died giving their lives for humanity, who truly were trying to provide human human service to others, to just give to the world so that the world could be a better place. And so our current Secretary General, Ban Ki-moon, wrote, every year on August the 19th, we mark World Humanitarian Day in honor of aid workers who have lost their lives in the line of duty. We commemorate their sacrifice and reaffirm our commitment to the life-saving work that humanitarians carry out around the world every day, often in difficult and dangerous circumstances where others cannot or do not want to go. This year, our World Humanitarian Day campaign is calling on people to answer a question. What do you think the world needs more of? Now, that's the question. What do you think the world needs more of. Now, what the United Nations has asked people to do, and you can go to worldhumanitarianday.org, and you will see that there is a campaign that will go on for 30 days, starting from today, that asks that question. The world needs more, and then there's a blank for you to fill in with a hashtag. Now, you participating in Twitter and hashtagging whatever you feel it is that the world needs more of, will allow different organizations to actually raise funds that can help with more humanitarian work, all right? And so this is an opportunity to celebrate the spirit that inspires humanitarian work around the globe. So the partners with the U.N., all of the humanitarian partners, the U.N. staff itself, has decided that this would be the world to, the way to engage the world in this practice. And this is the first time that this is actually going to be done, that your words can be sold in order to generate global aid for various things. So if you go to worldhumanitarianday.org and then you have the world needs more blank, well, you then hashtag what that blank is. So here it is that when you do go to their page for worldhumanitarianday.org, you will see that there is an image of African people and the words say, the world's first marketplace for words. Why words? Words are the most powerful currency we have. They are the way we all express ourselves. They are the path to diplomacy peace, and understanding. But imagine if you said the world needs more hashtag shelter and it actually created shelter for somebody. This year, we are launching a first-of-its-kind project to turn words into aid. To do this, we created the world's first marketplace for words. This allows brands, organizations, and individuals to sponsor a word and raise the money that's needed to support humanitarian aid operations that help people in need. The more you share and donate, the more we raise for humanitarian aid. And then you can click on a button 
that will take you to see the words that are out there to be sponsored. And then for those who always are tracking money, I notice that a lot of people who don't give anything always want to know about the money that others are raising. I find that very interesting. Um, now, I have no issue with people making the decision about where they want to contribute, as folks like to say they're hard-earned money, and nowadays some people say money that's scarce. I have no problem with that. But I always find it interesting those who always want to find out where people's money is going when they're actually not contributing money, work, or anything to the particular cause. So I hope that when you go and see where does the money go, it's only so that you realize the money you're donating, um, where it actually ends up, as opposed to just to read it, just to be looking, okay? Where does the money go? To donations and sponsorship money goes to the United Nations Foundation. From the United Nations Foundation, that money is then channeled into UN agencies and humanitarian aid organizations, and from there it ends up with people affected by disasters. And so there are numerous UN agencies and aid organizations. Their logos go by on the page. The partners and the supporters of this who have already put their money out in order to launch this campaign, those are listed at the bottom of the site. So once again, if you go to worldhumanitarianday.org and then click on About, you will see all of this information. There's also a banner header so that you can see what events are going on, what films are out there, what assets are there, and then, of course, there are the frequently asked questions. Again, more words. Well, most of you are well aware I'm a writer as well as an orator. I've won many speech contests and so on, written speeches as well as auditory speeches, presentations. It's actually called forensics. It's a different level of forensics, all right? And so I'm also a scientist, though, so that's a different story. But we're not talking about those kind of forensics. So I have brought home gold medals for this. So, again, that's why you hear me cheering on the Team USA for all the medals that they've won because I know what that feels like to have someone place a medal around your neck and have it be there as an honor because of the work you're doing, but also because of the words. So again, where this says that words are the most powerful currency we have, yes, currency, flow, current, energy, flow, current, these are things that can empower, all right, as well as if you have the wrong current and you're not properly grounded, it can be a killer. All right? So, again, we start talking about currents and flow. This flow of positive energy is what usually comes through arenas of people who are engaged in humanitarian activities. Now, nowadays you hear this word humanitarian thrown out. We hear it used in a lot of different ways to the point where even the dictionary now has to clarify. It's interesting to find a definition and then a derivative and then for them to emphasize within the derivative that the primary sense of a word is a particular thing because they know that over time people have started to attach the word humanitarian to other things that are actually what humanitarians work against, like disaster. So the primary sense of humanitarian is concerned with or seeking to promote human welfare. It's denoting an event or situation that causes or involves widespread human suffering, especially one that requires a large-scale provision of aid. So once again, humanitarian work 
is that that allows folks to go out and do work to promote human welfare. A person who does this, who seeks to promote human welfare, is a humanitarian, okay? So humanitarian work or a humanitarian. So now when we hear this word welfare, unfortunately, in North America, in the United States and North America, people have a negative connotation because of the propaganda that has come with the using of that term for people receiving different types of assistance that is actually government-based, U.S. government-based assistance. And so when people hear the word welfare, they think of it in as a belittling term. Actually, welfare means the health happiness, and fortunes of a person or a group. The health, happiness, and fortunes of a person or a group. All right? It also meant statutory procedure or social effort designed to promote the basic physical and material well-being of a people in need. All right? To promote basic physical and material well-being of people in need, as opposed to trying to denigrate people in need. We're supposed to promote the well-being of people in need. This is what humanitarians get together to do, is to not only promote it as in make campaigns and put things out here and tweet it and tweet good images of, oh, look how great these people are doing now because we dug a well somewhere. Look how great they are because we're now building houses. And so we actually want to promote the well-being of people beyond just an activity that might have been done for the moment and then leave people be. We want people to have consistent welfare, health, consistent happiness, and consistent fortunes, all right, and fortunes for the entire group. When you talk about living in a communal society, which largely is what the Gullah Geechee Nation is, because from family compound to family compound, people recognize that you do not accomplish much, you do not attain much, and you don't maintain much without everyone contributing in some way, shape, or form. If one person has rice, one of got the cow and thing like that, you could get the milk. Somebody else over yonder, we got the hands on the thing, one could get the water and thing like that. The other rest of one might have the, 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 the fish and thing coming out the creek and thing like that. Then you put all that thing together and see what one can make. That all we got something for Nyamba. So you keep everyone fed. And when everyone is fed, you can keep and maintain your health. And people who are well fed and are healthy tend to be happier people. And so this is what we're talking about when we talk about promoting welfare in the Gullah Geechee Nation and when we talk about humanitarian efforts. So once again, where a lot of people are not engaging in the international work of learning about human rights, especially as it relates to linguistic, ethnic, and national minorities, which is what Gullah Geechee's actually are, that are who we do anything like that, that down young. Okay, for true, true. And so when you're not engaging and actually building up your knowledge base on what are the needs of the people and what are the rights of the people to have those needs met, I don't see how you could actually say that you are a humanitarian. 
Now, you might be a person of goodwill, and you may do something on one occasion. But what are you doing consistently? And that is what sets apart the true celebration of humanitarians globally to those who watch these types of reports happen on the news and now through social media. And so it is critical when we start talking about World Humanitarian Day for this year being a 30-day celebration to try to get aid to folks around the world, to do humanitarian efforts around the world. Let it not just be in words. Let us not just sit around and have a critique or try to follow, well, oh, so-and-so is doing this, or then they already got it covered. No, why don't you join in and assist with increasing the fortune, the happiness, the health of another person or the group of people in your community. In particular, for me, of course, that is the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, and 30 to 35 miles inland from the Sea Islands to the St. John's River, encompassing all the Sea Islands that sit in the Atlantic between those two Jacksonvilles. It is a daily job for me and for the Wisdom Circle Council of Elders and the Assembly of Representatives to continue to try to do all the work that we can to increase the welfare of our people, to increase their health, and to increase what they need in order to sustain their culture on their land. Because the more that people have their needs met, the happier the group actually is, the healthier the group actually is. You have more emotional and mental stability and people that are actually happy with themselves and their lot in life as opposed to the opposite, all right? So many other things that bring on stress and strife in the world have to do with people not having their needs met or, as I mentioned before, for people to actually denigrate the use of the word welfare and make it seem like it is only someone just giving out financial support as opposed to true welfare, health, happiness, and fortunes of a person or group. So if we start to invest in true welfare, the wellness, how you faring off in life, are you faring off well, all right, if we invested in that, then there would be less discussion about saying things that, oh, we shouldn't just give aid to anyone else or sign the call, actually being people of heart that are concerned of others, saying that they're just uh, giving out entitlements. I'm actually amongst people who display attitudes of entitlement on a regular basis because of their egos. And these people are not in any type of financial crisis. These folks feel that whatever they have, they should hoard, and it's all for them. Now, they give you lip service, and they'll wish you well pat you on the shoulder, but they won't even make a dollar contribution to a fundraising effort many times unless it personally involves them. Say, for instance, they have dogs, they love dogs, they want their dog to do well, they may give a couple of dollars to the, to the dog place, but they are not going to then help with some human cause for a culture. So here it is that you have people who are entitled 
that are the ones with the ego issue. And it's funny that they tend to fall in a certain class of people. And that class is the one then saying to the people who actually do need assistance so they have better health and in their communities and better resources to access within their communities, saying to them that they're getting entitlements. Very interesting. So once again, we have this use of words and the power of words, how words can be utilized to uplift, how words can be utilized to bring down. So this year, this World Humanitarian Day effort evolves around using words to uplift the world. What is it that the world needs more of? So now if you hashtag that, you put it on Twitter, these are the things that are going to help someone take it from lip service, take it from words, and bring it to reality, the things that people around the world need in terms of health, happiness, and fortune. And it would be their good fortune that they end up benefiting from your words, from your participation. Now, it's interesting that when you do click on this for the words that are going forth, and interestingly enough, Gucci, Gucci, the one who a lot of y'all in the hood got a Gucci bag, Gucci, you know, y'all, Hey, rappers talking about Gucci on the records all that. I'm very glad to see that Gucci is a gold sponsor for this. And so you have a live Twitter feed that is still putting out right now what the world needs more of. So hashtag the world needs more, and then people are putting up. Some of these are jokes um, that people are putting up that are showing up on the screen. But some of the real words that are here, that are suggested, is the world needs more strength, the world needs more protection, the world needs more appreciation, the world needs more water, the world needs more zeal, the world needs more nutrition, the world needs more heroes, the world needs more volunteers, the world needs more assistance, the world needs more bravery, the world needs more change, the world needs more voices. So we hope that you would definitely add your voice if you are tweeting the hashtag the world needs more and then your word hashtag that word as well then we definitely want you to make sure to tweet us at Gullah Geechee. If you are not yet following us, begin to follow us at, at Gullah Geechee. You can also follow the United Nations on Twitter as well. And so definitely the words that are trending are up here there in Big Bullets. I know someone probably paused and said, did she say that they actually hashtag the world needs more water? Yes, I did. And the reason that there is the hashtag for the world needs more water is interestingly enough, there are places in the world that are the direct opposite of where we live here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. There are places in the United States that are the direct opposite of where we are here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, that even when we say well, we have a drought, many of us still have access to clean water. We have access to fresh water. We have access to salt water. 
We have access to pristine, as some like to call it, even though, you know, some say there's no such thing as real pristine water, that we have access to water that is still healthy enough that we can get seafood from or that we can utilize to nurture ourselves, to bathe ourselves, to cook with. There are many people in the world that do not have that access. There are people that are migrating and moving within the Midwest and other areas because the drought is so massive there. Not only are these forest fires going on that you do see get reported about, but there are entire communities that have had to move because they cannot have any agriculture or anything because where water resources were, those either dried up or now there are companies that own that water resource, actually own it. So, therefore, people are not allowed to just tap it. It is illegal in some states in the United States for you to catch rainwater and reuse it. You get fined if you're caught with rain barrels. Now, y'all can go check this out. You don't need to write me. You don't need to call me. You don't need to say, oh, she's been alarmist. No, go and investigate this yourself because you're probably sitting there with a look on your face the way I was when someone told me that, wondering, is it a joke? And I told them, I said, they just have to catch me because I find it insane that human beings have gotten to the point where they monetize things that are basic human needs, such as agricultural land, seeds to grow food with, water, and even fishing rights. This is a major humanitarian effort that we have had underway for several years through the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association to advocate for Gullah Geechee's not being fined and jailed because they are simply going out and catching food getting fish, shrimps, oysters, clams, crabs, and so forth from the water that God blessed us with to feed their families. So, yes, y'all heard me say that one of the words up here is the world needs more water. All right? That was one of the words. Now, when you do decide to go to the page, let's say, for instance, the word that was up there that someone's already sponsoring is strength. When I clicked on the word in order to share it, then you see that there is an opportunity. You can pick which word it is. You can do share. You can do donate, all right, under each one of the words. So let's say, for instance, I'm going to pick the word sustainability because we have the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank, which actually is looking at all these matters. And all of you can come out and actually meet the members of the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank. You can then become involved in some of the work we're doing for seafood safety and human health and also learn about the work that we're doing with the cocoa rot system and rain gauges to examine drought, to provide national data concerning issues of drought and so forth. You can come here to the Hunting Island Nature Center on Hunting Island in Beaufort County, South Carolina, on Saturday, September the 14th, for our annual Celebration of the Sea. Gullah Geechee Celebration of the Sea will be from noon to 5 at the Hunting Island Nature Center on Saturday, September the 14th. Come out in casual clothes, outdoorsy clothes, bring out everybody in the family. It's inter- 
intergenerational. It's for the children all the way through to the elders. We usually show some cast net demonstrations. We fish. We do a lot of different outdoor activities. We have word game activities that deal with the environment. We have films that show. And, of course, there's going to get your food on sale throughout the day. There's no admission. You just come out and enjoy the waterway, enjoy the river, the creek, and the ocean. Enjoy the beach. And then learn about the different living creatures, but how Gullah Geechee culture lives in balance with that and how we seek to sustain that and sustain the well-being, the welfare, increase the welfare and happiness and health of our people along this coast by also increasing the well-being of our waterways and our estuaries that are here all throughout our coastline of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So that's going to be Saturday, September the 14th, all right? So we are just under a month away from that event. So make sure to come out noon to 5 to Hunting Island Nature Center. Like I said, bring everybody in the family. It's open to everyone, even though it's the Gullah Geechee Celebration of the Sea at Hunting Island Nature Center. So now, with the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank, we do a lot of different interactive citizen science work. So... Sustainability is, of course, a word that I'd want to see in the world. So I can I can choose the word sustainability. It's already hashtag sustainability. Then I want to click share in this case. This time, I once you click share, it says share to sponsor pound sustainability or hashtag sustainability. Every time you share, hashtag the world needs more, hashtag sustainability using Twitter, we are one step closer to making it a reality. Then you have a Twitter feed, and you also have a feed for you to place this on Facebook. So I'm going to tweet, and the tweet comes up for you. I think hashtag the world needs more, hashtag sustainability. What do you think the world needs more of? And then it has visit worldhumanitarianday.org. So I'm tweeting that right now, and I'd love to see what all of you tweet as well. So I will be checking out the feed. And then right next to that share button is the donate button. So you can click on donate, and then you will have an opportunity to donate, where it says donate to sponsor. And it says you are about to help make this word a reality. Your donation will go directly to humanitarian aid operations that help people in need. Thank you. And then you donate via PayPal. So PayPal has a number of options to pay with. So once you click the donate, the dollar sign right there, it'll take you right over to a PayPal link. And then you can contribute whatever dollar amount that you'd like. Now some of the other words that are out there, smile, shelter, sanitation, safety, rights, reconstruction, reconciliation, possibilities, Peace, of course, y'all know that I'm sharing the word peace. Y'all know that that is one of my all-time words, as I always say, peace, peace and blessings, peace to y'all, greetings, peace, how you feel. And so definitely that's the one that I know I'm going to give dollars to is peace because I truly do believe that the world needs more peace. And so I'm definitely sharing also this to my Facebook wall. And so all my friends will also see that I'm participating in this. And so as many times as you can throughout the month, not only share this through the Twitter feed and through your Facebook feed by picking different words and sharing them, like the word food, disarmament, 
development, I don't like that one, community, coordination, change, bravery, assistance, appreciation, acceptance, aid, zeal, there's water, voices, all of these are coming up as words. And as you click each word and you choose it, if you pay attention to the bottom of the screen, right next to the particular word, like I mentioned, Gucci was a gold sponsor earlier. Well, the sponsor, the gold sponsor for each word changes. So you would actually see where that money is no doubt going to end up based on your word. So whether that's at UNICEF, like the word action, you end up with UNICEF, and then if you ended up with, let's say, empowerment, interestingly enough, Intel is the gold sponsor for that word. Then there's the word dialogue, there's the word inclusion. So you have banks and you have businesses and so on that are contributing to this. Some of you all are probably wondering what the Gucci gold sponsor, and the word the Gucci gold sponsor is the word strength. Okay, and so just depending on which words that you pick, these are going to be words that these sponsors are contributing money to support as well as you can contribute money to support through PayPal. So throughout the month, if you are part of our Gullah Geechee Facebook fan page, you will see us, if you're on our Twitter feed especially, you will see us supporting different words and making sure that you go out here and continue this celebration of World Humanitarian Day. It is truly World Humanitarian Month because of the way that the celebration has been expanded based on what took place 10 years ago, taking this theme, The World Needs More. So please, once again, make sure you go to worldhumanitarianday.org, worldhumanitarianday.org, and you will see all the details there, and then you can also begin to participate in saying what you would like to see the world have more of. Now, on that note, again, yes, this is about using words to empower. So let me use these words to say, let's please not just sit back and hashtag. Let's please not just feel like once we've tweeted, that's all I could do right now. Because even if you only have a dollar to give from your PayPal, that dollar can make a difference in the work that's being done. Every single dollar bill, and we were so proud because at this year's festival, we had we could not have our normal concessions that we would have at other venues. And so, therefore, putting on an event that is totally community-sponsored, we did not get grants. We did not get corporate sponsors for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. It's all out of the pocket of the leaders and the Gullah Geechee organizations that are housed within, that are mainly nonprofit organizations and also all mobile productions. And the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition are the major sponsors every year. So, of course, wanting to do a fundraising event and not having certain things in place that normally would allow you to raise funds can cause some stress, wherein, you know, people were asked to simply fill out a form, and if they wanted to give something, they could give truly of their own free will. Well, I must say, there was no one that gave less than a $10 bill as a donation. No one that gave at all 
gave less than a $10 donation. Now, there were some envelopes where some people didn't give anything except their email addresses so that they could be on a list. But there are others who said, well, I'm going to make a contribution later on. I'm actually going to put together an event in my community, and I would like to work with you all to have a major event there and get other supporters. There are others who decided they were going to immediately become Gullah Geechee Facebook fans, become Gullah Geechee Twitter followers, so that they could now send out the information from the Gullah Geechee Nation to others that may be in a better financial state than they are or might also then share with other networks of people to make them more aware of the work that's going on so that they could be part of letter-writing campaigns, financial campaigns, and fundraising efforts, as well as to come out and support and participate in the activities that we have going on and to support the businesses and the economic empowerment of the community. And so when you look at using words, Let's not just use words and not put actions behind the words. So we greatly appreciate everybody who decided to act on the words that they heard, to act and become engaged and involved and are still actively involved. Every day it's wonderful to see how people then share the video messages, they share this show, they downloaded this show, has had over a 1,000 listens in a week. And so we are grateful to those who in the summer are taking the time out to still tune in through the archives and listen, but then also share the show with others, those who subscribe for free through iTunes, and you download the show and you share it with others, and you say, well, okay, I wasn't listening live, but I will often get emails after the broadcast and say, what an outstanding broadcast. So I would not have been aware of this particular activity going on or how I could participate and truly help Gullah Geechis until you said this is what we could do. So, again, don't think that words are not of value. They have value. But now once the words are out there and they meet with an ear, a truly listening ear should also have with it an actionable heart and mind. And so once you hear the words, they should now be a call to action, to get up and get involved and get into it, as the late great. James Brown, Godfather of Soul, stated. And so definitely we want you to get up, get involved, and get into these 30 days of World Humanitarian Day. I am looking forward to seeing all the different tweets showing us what the world needs more of. I'm also looking forward to the tweets telling us how you are going to help with the humanitarian efforts in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because the other aspect of what I've seen in my global work is that there are many, many entities that will fund work that's going on in places that they feel are impoverished and war-torn. But when they look at an area that is an island nation, they neglect those because those are looked at as exotic paradises. So how could there be any problem there? So they don't necessarily see the issue like we're dealing with here in the Gullah Geechee Nation of hand pumps that need to be drilled further down and the thousands and tens of thousands of dollars that that would cost us in a project to get those hand pump wells redug and sent down deeper, some of them replaced 
so that in the event that there is a storm and for some reason the quote-unquote city water is cut off and people cannot get fresh water that way, we need to still be able to get the fresh water through the hand pumps here. That is one of the efforts and the work that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has been working on right now with some of our other new partners that we've developed. And so these are ongoing things that we're doing, looking down the road where there's no vision, the people perish. So you have to have the vision to be able to see forward into the future other needs that the community has. This is why you see us working with the SCORE program. The next couple of weeks I'm going to be engaged in a number of different meetings and engagements about the environment and the coastal environment and how to do some things to stem the impacts of climate change, as people are calling it now, and so that you can look at our water line and and our coastline and see the impact that has already taken place, although, God, thank you, God, that we have not had any hurricanes come through this season. I pray it remains that way. We still have damage just from regular erosion, from the tides coming and going. And so we also have a consistent harvesting of various creatures, but we also, because of tourism, because of overbuilding, we have pollutants that have gotten into areas that have damaged our coastline as well. Too many buildings of docks, private docks, have damaged our coastline as well. So now this has caused things to be missing from the coastline that ought to be there. So we're engaged with the South Carolina SCORE program to put back, restore oyster beds, and put oyster beds in some places where many people living today might not have recalled them being there, but they are necessary to help protect the Spartina grass, when you protect the Spartina grass, then that protects the maritime forest. You protect the maritime forest, you save a sea island. You save a sea island, under the sea of wheat, anything like that. We go, we be Gullagichi from this your soil, you see. So these are things that when you see the big, big picture, you can understand better why we're out doing this kind of work and why on World Humanitarian Day when we say what the world needs more of, People would use words like water, all right, instead of just, oh, people just need more of this, that, and the other. There's other things that are environmentally connected. And why? Because the people cannot survive without the environment itself that they live in surviving and being healthy. And so, once again, what are we doing as humanitarians? We are seeking to promote the welfare of the people and the groups of the people, the health, the happiness, and the fortunes of the person or the group. We definitely are those who are concerned with or seeking to promote human welfare. And so when we talk about having events or situations that help to stem off human suffering, this is some of the things, is being proactive instead of reactive. And much of what I see that people want to see in the global arena, in the U.N., are reactionary efforts where people are giving money over and over again. A lot of the aid goes to those war-torn areas, disaster areas, even in this case with the words that we're supporting, the money goes to disaster. Well, why not give to an area that has still, the Gullah Geechee Nation has continued to rebuild after numerous hurricanes and disasters and floodings over generations 
why not give now to stability? When we talk about sustainability, that's why that was one of the first words that struck me to actually hashtag. How about contributing to the community that is fighting to sustain an environment that can endure against literal and figurative storms along the coast? So when we start talking about World Humanitarian Day, I want you to also narrow down the scope on the world to right where you're seated. Don't be so quick to just turn on the TV and turn to a channel that has some international broadcast on or somebody that has a program on TV that tells you they're doing work somewhere over in Africa or India or somewhere and you should send the money to them for them to take over there. I'm saying to you, what is it? that the world needs more of, that you can give the world? What is it that the world needs more of that you can give the world? One more time. What is it that the world needs more of that you can give the world? You think about that. Let me know what that is. I want to see your tweets at Gullah Geechee. If you say, well, I'm not on Twitter and I'm not really astute with it, I'm not sure how to do it, email us to G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you have done with this broadcast, how you have learned about World Humanitarian Day, what you're doing in the next 30 days to continue to commemorate it throughout the month. And if that is tweeting, let me know that. If that's contributing, let me know that. How are you contributing? What is it that the world needs more of that you can contribute to? You might say, well, no, I can't make rainwater, but I sure can help sustain a community and a culture. I sure can add to the strength in the world because I can put my expertise in with many others around the world to make the world a better place. There is something that you know that somebody else does not know. There might be an item that you can make and you can donate it to an organization to have them sell it to raise the money that they need made. You may have some abilities that you can come out to an event like what we're having on September the 14th at Hunting Island Nature Center and say, well, I can help you all to put this up or I can help to build. I can just help serve. I can just help, you know, check people in. I can donate. I can contribute in some way, shape, or form. But especially let's not make it about just words. Let's turn these words into actions, for real, for real. This is definitely necessary here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and for sure it is necessary around the world. And so remember, that word humanitarian, as long as it is, starts off with human. And that's all you need to be to give to another human being. Have heart and share it with somebody else. Have a nice, warm heart, a soft heart. Share that with the rest of the world. And you would already be helping to make this world a better place. But we pray that you would definitely make some financial contributions to the different efforts that are going on to help the community. And those who want to continue to be an active part of ongoing efforts here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, you can become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which also sponsors this broadcast and can always be found at www.gullahgeechee.net. And again, Geechee does not have an I in it when it's correctly spelled. All right? Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H. Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. So go to gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. Well, we wide castle for bring home a chillin' in. And definitely you can always reach us at G-U-L-L. 
G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Become a Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page fan. You can come become a Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Facebook fan page fan. And you can become a Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Facebook fan page fan. So we look forward to Hunter Chillin' the fan. We cut sure enough he hot down ya. And so definitely follow us on Twitter at Gullah Geechee. G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. We are Gullah Geechee folks on Twitter, and we look forward to you following us, sharing with us what it is that the world needs more of, and continuing to be a humanitarian yourself out here in the world today. Give to someone else and help to promote the welfare of others and the health and stability of our whole planet for all of us. Yeah, for true, this year, the who we be. And for all the hundred children who ain't done no this year, this year they're the head for the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year the queen, Quet, teaches the head of state. We're so glad the hundred children tune in one more again to this year's show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the we show, y'all stand chilling and thing like that. And now I know it's a time for go, but one more again, happy, happy, happy. World Humanitarian Day. Let us live in such a way that the lives that were lost 10 years ago were not lost in vain. And definitely, wherever you are, I pray that good, clear water and peace and love do reign. Peace, blessings. Thank you, thank you for listening to We Show Galagichi Rhythm Radio. Peace, blessings, and continue to share with humanity.